1: Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy R-A-M-P.com slash easy cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SP Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. As I tweeted out earlier today, you guys are going to have to help me tonight. Uh, If you are able to hop onto the show tonight, hit that request to speak button. Uh, I have no idea what this is. Been feeling like garbage all day. Uh, But as we do after every single Houston Rockets game, win, lose, or draw, we go live uh, to talk about it as we are the most interactive podcast in the game uh, of basketball. Um, I see a couple of y'all in the group tonight. Like I said, if you guys want to hop up and come talk Houston Rockets with me the entire show, we're not going to go longer than 20, 25 minutes tonight. Uh, Just time to go to bed, to be honest with y'all. But the Rockets lose tonight. 117, 111 to the Toronto Raptors. Uh, the Rockets dropped their record. Uh, what did they drop their record to tonight? I think it's 13 and 30. Yeah, 13 and 39. The Raptors improved their record to 24 and 30. On the Raptors side, Pascal Siakam is a dog. Dude had 23 points tonight. Presses Achua didn't really do too much uh, to hurt us up front. He had nine and eight. Uh, Scotty Barnes had 13 points. Fred Van Fleet showed that he is still a really, really good player in this league. He had 32 points. Gary Trent Jr. had 29 points. And Chris Boucher off of the, not Bobby Boucher, Chris Boucher had 11 points off the bench for the Toronto Raptors. For the Houston Rockets starters tonight, Jabari Smith ended up with 14 points. Uh, He also had eight rebounds. He was a plus eight tonight really liked what I saw from Jabari tonight. He was a facilitator of the offense. He he did take nine shots, but he was four of nine from the field, including two of three from the three-point line. Um, And unlike a lot of other Rockets, he was only four or five from the free-throw line. The Rockets tonight missed nine free throws. They were 24 of 33 from the line, and that's the difference in the game, y'all. You know, the Rockets lose 117 to 111. You know, you make seven of those nine, You know, it's hard to say that the Rockets win the game if they do that, but the Rockets have a much better chance of winning the game if they do that. So that's something to keep an eye on. K.J. Martin with another really good game tonight. K.J. Martin is working himself into a role that if they trade him, they're stupid. They're dumber than we think that they are. Um, And not everybody. You know, we'll get to the Kyrie Irving news. And again, if you guys want to come up and talk about it, you guys are more than welcome to come up on stage with me tonight and talk all things Houston Rockets. You sit that request to speak button. and we'll bring you right up on stage. I'm more than happy to give you all the mic tonight. Uh, and we'll chop it up for all things Houston Rockets, free agency, whatever you guys want to get to. Um, Shingun, 21 points. He did have five fouls. He was a minus three tonight. He had four assists. He had four rebounds, nine of 12 from the, from the free throw line, and he was six of 10 from the field. And Ryan Hollins touched on this with the Shingun, that the rest of the league is taking notice of what he's doing. That may be fair. And the Rockets played tonight without Jalen Green, without KPJ. And who else are they missing tonight? I know they were missing one more guy. Or are those the only two? I think those are the only two. Um, But playing without those types of guys hurts your offense. And the Rockets were still able to put up 111 points tonight. Toronto was just too much. And I saw a report uh, about Nick Nurse, the head coach for the Raptors. And, you know, they were talking about letting Nick Nurse go. And so a lot of people say, you know, if you're the Rockets, do you go after Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse is a heck of a coach for Toronto. You know, Toronto I think Toronto would be in a really bad spot if they got rid of Nick Nurse. You know, I think, you know, you look at the teams and I – He's got a good team, but it's a team that's got a really low ceiling, and they won their championship, and good for Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, you know, a lot of coaches aren't going to be able to win a title in their coaching career. Nick Nurse has done that. If Nick Nurse finds his way onto the free agency uh, world, the Rockets should be all over that, and twice on Sunday. Uh, Rockets tonight finishing off Eric Gordon, 28 points you know, you gotta, you gotta give Eric Gordon credit with KPJ and Jalen green out. He's stepping up, uh, showing, you know, contending teams that he still has what it takes to be a really big contributor for, a, you know, a contending team, you know, and the, the NBA trade deadline is a week tonight's Friday, you know, next Thursday, we're less than a week away from the trade deadline. We're going to get to that here in a few to round out the starting five Deshaun Sean Nix had seven points. To give the guy credit, he did have five rebounds. He had four assists. Um, he was a minus seven tonight, but that's not terrible, uh, especially given how bad he is night in and night out. He was only one of seven from the three-point line. Anybody who grew up playing basketball knows, you know, once you go one of four or one of five, it may just not be your night. He needs to recognize that. He's still a really young guy, so I'd give him a pass for that. Look at the bench. Bruno Fernando, 14 minutes. He was 0-3 from the field. He did have six rebounds and an assist. Uh, Tari Eason, not one of his better games tonight. He only played 13 minutes. Um, he did have four rebounds. Uh, he only had two points. Jay Shante, the same thing, uh, three points. He was a minus 23 tonight, only played 17 minutes. Josh Christopher, You know, we've been saying it for, for months now. You know, Josh Christopher needs more time. The more time this guy gets the better he's going to get. So props to, to Josh Christopher, 19 minutes tonight. He was 7 of 8 from the field, uh, 15 points. Uh, he did have two steals. He shot, again, 7 of 8 from the field. You know Josh Christopher is a stud. Ty Ty Washington only playing two minutes. I mean, like you're going to play Deshaun Nix 33 minutes and play Ty Ty only two? And that's the thing, like with Ty Ty Washington, you send him down to the G League, he's too good for the G League. You just saw that, you know? So if you're not going to plan on playing the guy, same thing with Garuba. So for all of the love that everybody wants to give a guy like Raphael Stone, and especially with the Kyrie Irving news coming on today, like I hear that and I understand that, but it's also you got to take a look at the good and the bad. Again, I said it before, I'll continue to say it again. If I was the Rockets, I would have taken Evan Mobley over Jalen Green this year. You end up with the third overall pick. I think mean, you, you know, did as well as you could do. I love Tari Eason. But then you look at the flops, you know, and Shingun, the trade for Shingun was legit. You know, but the flops are there. Ty Tai Washington at this point, it's young or he's young. Like I totally understand that and I get that viewpoint. But up to this point, he's been a flop. I'm not saying that it's fair to judge him at this point, but if you ask, a Rockets fan, what would you grade Ty Ty Washington's performance thus far on the year? D plus, you know, C minus. You know, the best thing he's done all year was in the G League, which no disrespect to the G League, but it's, it doesn't matter. You know, it just doesn't. You know, for people that want to say, oh, the G League it's help developing guys and it's doing this. Well, but the, the talent in the G League does not do anything to get you ready for the NBA game um Sean points out no Gordon or Tate tomorrow so that means less than 10 minutes for Christopher and the next 48 minutes of bunk yeah I mean it's so crazy because let's talk about the deadline and again if you guys are in the room on Spotify you want to hop up on stage I am not going to fight you tonight I am under the weather I don't know if you guys can tell but we'll go for I would say another 10 12 13 minutes um let's talk about the deadline, which is coming up on Thursday. Today, absolute bomb from Shams and from Adrian Wojnarowski that Kyrie Irving is requesting a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Why does that matter to the Houston Rockets? Because after this year, the Rockets are manhandling the draft situation for the Nets. You know, you got the right to swap picks. You've got getting their picks out, right? The big, the big piece here is... You know, where do you send Kyrie? Where does, where does Durant fall on this? You know, Durant, Durant's the, the piece that if you're Josiah, the owner of the Nets, you got to zero in on. And you got to look at that situation. Yeah, right now, Brooklyn's 31 and 20. You know, 31 and 20, they're in fourth place in the East. You know, and it's all about money. And so many people tagged the Dream Tank today. Thank you all so much at the Dream Tech. Uh, Would you, you know, what are our thoughts on Kyrie Irving? I think mean, he's a clown. I think he's an anti-Semitic clown that if the Rockets were to acquire him, even as a rental, I would quit doing this show. To be honest with you guys, I would not support the organization bringing in an anti-Semitic buffoon like Kyrie Irving. I don't care how good he is. It's all about him because he didn't get the contract that he wanted. You know, four years, $198 million. You know, oh, too bad. So sad. You know, Kyrie, how about you shut up and play? You know, just shut your mouth for once, bro. So that news came down today. That is huge for the Houston Rockets uh, to see where that all plays out. I have no idea where it lands. Do I think Kyrie has moved before Thursday? I do. Um, If you had to, you know, gun to my head, say, where is Kyrie going to be traded? I think he's going to go to the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to figure out a way to finagle that situation to get LeBron as much help as possible. I'm not saying the league is rigged. I'm just saying that look across the league. You know, how many teams honestly can one pay?
0: This is Advertiser Content brought to you by Frito-Lay.
2: Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down...
0: We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title.
1: Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void prohibitive. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito How would you like to look
0: five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger, as six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lifting contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Voluma XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
2: Barry Irving, um, what he wants. Uh, The Clippers could do it. You know, the Clippers are in the, the point guard market. You know, Milwaukee doesn't need him. Boston doesn't need him. He's already been there and ruined his relationship there. Uh, Sean points out Kyrie for Chris Paul. It makes a ton of sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate that scenario at all for either, for either side. I think mean, Chris Paul has uh, worn out his welcome in Phoenix. So That's a really good point. Uh, Sean, um, if I'm Phoenix, would I do that deal? I mean, yeah, probably, you know, right now Phoenix is six. They're 28 and 26. Denver is 36 and 16. Memphis is 32 and 20. Sacramento is third in the, in the West with a record of 29 and 22. I mean, Sacramento is the third best team in the West right now. And how many years did they rebuild for And How many different pieces did they have to bring in, you know, in order to get that uh, team back to relevancy? I mean, you ask me, do I trust Sacramento in a playoff series? No, I don't. Good friend of the show, Adam points out Kyrie gets traded for 15 cents on the dollar. Nets depend on Ben Simmons to play more consistently. He fails. Nets exit the playoffs in the first round. KD formally requests a trade again. Joe sighs over his head, thinking he can run an NBA team like a Chinese company. Well, there's there's a lot to, to unpack there, Adam. Thank you. Um, You know, I... I'm not a guy that gives into player demands like this. I'm not, I'm not the type of guy that Kyrie says he wants to get traded. You know, I'm not trading you. Well, the tables are now reversed because now he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So if you're Brooklyn and you're not going to sign him, I still think there's an outside shot that Brooklyn signs him long-term. If Kevin Durant gets involved and he goes to Joe Sai and he says, look, Joe, we need this guy. We are better when this guy is on the court. Do whatever it takes to keep him happy here in Brooklyn. I could see because then at that point, if you don't do that, then you're going to become the Rockets, you know, where you're trading off your best assets. You're going to trade Irving for, like Adam said, 15 cents on the dollar. You're going to trade Kevin Durant. You're probably going to get a ton for Kevin Durant. But I mean, what is the asking price here at Kevin Durant? You know, where would Kevin Durant want to go? He's going to go to a contender. You know, does he go back to Golden State? you know, that Golden State's got some pieces that they can make work with, with Brooklyn. I don't know the answer to that. You know, those are all questions that need to be answered by Thursday's deadline. But getting back to the Rockets, which is what we do, once again, Rockets game 52 of the season tonight. Houston Rockets lose 117 to 111. If you guys are in the room and you would like to come up on stage to talk Houston Rockets basketball, hit that request to speak button. You will be brought up on stage immediately. Um, you know, you look at the Rockets right now, you look at, you know, Thursday's deadline. What is, what is Houston going to be looking to do at Thursday's deadline? You know, I've seen a couple tweets that, you know, there are 10 guys to watch out for to be on the move. Surprisingly, I think a little bit of Kevin Porter Jr.'s name was on that list. Um, I think he was number six. I'll find the tweet and I'll retweet it. Um, but that's a little surprising to me, especially after the fact that they just gave him an extension this past off season. I think it's a really team friendly um, extension. So I'm a little surprised to see KPJ's name on there. Would I be shocked if they ended up trading Kevin Porter Jr.? No, not at all. Would I trade KPJ? No, absolutely not. You don't trade a guy that can consistently get his own shot. He's just playing out of position. That's his problem. So, you look at the rest of the roster, You know, people are talking about the only way that you can maximize the value of a guy like Eric Gordon is by attaching uh, K.J. Martin. The Rockets include K.J. Martin in a the trade. They're, they're stupid. That's such a stupid move for the Rockets. Why would you trade K.J. Martin? Because you have a log jam at the phone It's why I trade Jay Sean Tate. You Tate. Know, I trade Jay Sean Tate well before I trade K.J. Martin. I think K.J. Martin is a star. I think he's a superstar. No, I don't. I think the kid's super athletic. You know, the mo- again, the motto of this team at the beginning of the year is consistently trying to get better, improving your roster, you know, with, it doesn't have to be a splash move. I get it. We don't need to get into the tanking talk. Let's figure out, you know, what the Rockets are really thinking on a night in and night out basis. You know, there's, there's moves that they can do to help improve this roster. Thank you so much Adam. Welcome to the show my friend. How
1: are you? sorry for interrupting your uh, your thought. Oh no, you're not, brother. Trust me.
2: Take it. Take him run with it. What do
1: you got? I I think it's a possibility they just don't do anything at the trade deadline that they You're talking
2: about the Rams. Yeah. Ways. I
1: think you know they have so many assets already. They, you know, it's it's very likely. It's 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 kind of 50-50 that they get a first round pick and if it they do it's a late first round pick. You know, pick twenty. You know, to to thirty, they might just say, "Hey, let's, let's let Eric Gordon's you know money expire at the end of the year. Let's maybe keep them in case you know Harden comes comes back if those if those
2: reports it's so are accurate." Wrong there, but it's so wrong. I mean, it's such a wrong way to run your roster, especially if you're gonna lose. You know, I get it. You won the last two games, which is great. You know, but playing. What did you play, Eric Gordon, tonight? You played him 34 minutes tonight against Toronto. You can't do that, man. Not on a rebuilding team is my take.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the same old, same old story that kind of we've, uh, we've been experiencing for two and a half years now. And I mean, you know, for the KPJ stuff, you're, you know, you're right. He's not in the right position. I, I don't want to see him handling the ball. As the primary, you know, you know, ball handler bringing the ball up next year. I don't want to see it. I don't really don't want to see it this year, but we we're going to have to see it when he comes back. But, you know, and I don't think his ego can take being a bench player, you know, playing even 20 minutes, 25 minutes a game after basically being guaranteed 35 minutes a game, regardless of how he plays. And but you don't trade, you don't, his value doesn't really exist until next year. You know that when he's getting 16 million a year, then you can package him with something else. You know, if you, if that's the case, maybe there, maybe he does adjust and kind of does take on a Jordan Clarkson like role. I don't, I don't see that happening. And, uh and, and ultimately, you know, the Rockets, they, they, they just, they don't inspire a lot of confidence with their decision-making. So maybe doing nothing, is better than doing something and you know committing too many long-term dollars to players that are not on their timeline or you know not good enough just to be able to you know pick up a first-round pick. You know, I a lot of this is just kind of seeing how the how the how the lottery you know how to, how the lottery pans out. Are they picking first, second, third, fifth? And seeing, you know, what that means in terms of, you know, securing Scoot or Wenbinyama, hopefully, and kind of going from there. But ultimately, whatever the case may be, you know, I'm I'm starting to take a more positive view of this season. I think we got ro- I think we got good role players. I think KJ Martin is a can be a good role player on a contending team. I think Tari Eason can definitely be that. I hope Jabari Smith does. I hope he gets a lot of work in this offseason. I'm not going to judge him based on his play this year and the dysfunction of the organization. But if I see the same type of play next year, I, I'm going to be, cl- I'm going to be close to being out on him. You know, I just, I need to see, I need to see his, his shooting improve. I need to see the ball handling improve. I need to see him gain 10 pounds over the summer. I will, I will see, I'll, I'll kind of determine, you know, kind of what my assessment is of, kind of how I would think of him in terms of how he fits in the Rockets' future based on how hard he works and and how much you can actually see. And obviously, Jalen Green and Shingun, but we don't have a number one. I don't know if we even have a number two necessarily at this point. I hope Jalen Green can grow into that. Um,
2: I think Jalen's at least a two on this team. I mean, when the team is really good
1: for a championship level team, you know, I, th- I think yeah. he's grown into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if he's, you can be spark-
2: so far off, you know, I think, I don't know how you think about him, but I would, he reminds me a lot of Zach Levine. He's got the balance that Levine has, you know, he's got the early on developmental issues, but once he grew into his body and developed his game a little bit more, I could see Jalen Green becoming a Zach Levine-esque type of guy, but you're never going to win a title. Zach Levine is your number one guy you could win one with him as a really solid number two guy, but not for max money.
1: A lot lot of decisions, right. You know, especially on the coaching front, we've been, I mentioned it to you kind of the other time, you know, the other night, I hope there's no handshake deal to bring Silas back. If they get a top two pick to give him another chance at this, I hope that's not the case. And then kind of, uh, and hopefully if that isn't the case, then, you know, they, they got to make a coaching decision and, and, you know, do they go for a defensive coach, an offensive coach? I, I think, you know, I mean, I, I, I want to see kind of more consistent effort when Jalen Green comes back. I'm not going to judge him on how many 30-point games he has. I want to see him, right, really show consistent effort on defense regardless of whether he's, you know, 8 for 10, you know, in the first half or or 1 for 11. And you, too many times you see kind of this level of effort fluctuate with how he's doing offensively and how he feels about himself. And for sure. Yeah.
2: Well, I think that's a great place to stop Adam. As always. Thank you, my friend. You got it, brother. This has been another episode of SB nations, the dream shakes, the dream take podcast. Jeremy will be back live with you tomorrow night. I'll be back with you on Monday. <clears throat> we are doing, uh, planning on doing an NBA trade deadline show on Thursday. Uh, in addition to a game on Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. If you're on Twitter, make sure to follow me at Brown underscore 2020. Make sure to follow The Dream Take at The Dream Take. Follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. Follow The Dream Shake at DreamShakeSBN. Head on over to Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to TheDreamShake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, Rockets lose tonight, 117 to 111. Jeremy will talk with you tomorrow night. And until next time, Rockets fans, go.
0: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger, as six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lifting contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Voluma XC. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.